Welcome back to another edition of the podcast. I'm your host, Michael Pagani, joined alongside Chaska High School defenseman Sam Renzel. Sam, welcome to the podcast. Thank you again for coming on. Yep, thanks for having me. How has being back in the arena with fans this season brought a sense of normalcy back into your life? You know, it's a blast, uh, especially at high school in Minnesota. You get all the fans back. You get your little rivalries that you play with. And it just it adds a whole other aspect to the game. It just it brings a lot of the fun back, a lot of the excitement, and you know it brings energy in the rink for sure, a lot higher. No one liked playing in arenas that were crowdless. That's that's for sure. Yeah, it's not a very fun thing, but as a hockey player, you kind of do it, and you still have fun with the game because you love playing it. And the crowd just for sure add a really cool aspect to the game. When sports were postponed during March of 2020, what did you do with your time? Because that would have been, you know, an ex- extended offseason for you. Yeah, uh, I think, you know, I was, I was just focused on getting in the weight room. I got stronger, uh, putting on weight on my kind of frame that I got going on. And, you know, I think that helped me a lot with my hockey career for sure. You spoke about the physical aspect of the pandemic and how you kind of got better with being in the weight room there. But how did the pandemic affect you mentally? You know, I'm kind of a homebody a little bit, so I like being at home. Didn't bother me too much. You know, still able to get out a little bit with some friends, kind of hang around, maybe golf a little bit if it's open. You know, you can go indoor golfing and, you know, you kind of hang around, you have fun, you know, watch a lot of movies. But I think you just, you're able to find stuff to kind of keep you busy and kind of get you off the couch a little bit. Because I know for me, the pandemic affected me mentally because my mom's a nurse. So I had, so at the start of the pandemic, I had to be separated from her for an extended period of time. Uh, thankfully, you know, I guess, thankfully, yeah, my parents are divorced. So there was that option there. But uh, I don't know what I would have done had my parents been together this whole time. Uh, but yeah, that's how it affected me mentally. So I just wanted to ask you about that mental aspect. Yeah, it can be a struggle sometimes, kind of not able to live a complete normal life, but you kind of go through it and you find things that kind of kind of keep you busy and keep you kind of mentally into it and you just kind of have fun with it. Let's speak about your most recent game against Eastview. You guys won 4-1. How can that t- how can the team carry that good momentum into the second half of the season? Yeah, I think that was a big win. Uh they've beaten some good competition with Prior Lake and Minnetonka and you know it's good win moving on for us until you know getting ready for playing Benil I think it's a really big game for us to prove ourselves and to prove everyone that you know we're right up there with the top. How would you evaluate your individual performance against Eastview? Uh, I think I think it was good you know good to get the puck moving and to play alongside with my teammates and they all know that it's a team game and we like to play hard have fun with it and Anytime we get to win, it's just always a joy to be around. Who influenced you to get into hockey? Just talking about your story a bit here. Uh, I think my dad kind of got me into it ever since I was little in school. Kind of every time there's a little lunch break the kids got, uh, my dad would take me to a little rink and I think we'd go skate. And, you know, that's always fun, kind of get me into hockey. And I think forever there, that's kind of where I really fell in love with the game. And it's just been going forever since. Speaking about that little break in school there, uh, I remember in being in, um, I guess, yeah, primary school there, uh, my friends and I would play mini sticks because at our, at our school here, we would have a like a drawn out hockey court 
on the playground. Uh, and we would always play mini sticks there. It'd get competitive a lot of the time. So, you know, being from Minnesota, like you are, you are from the state of hockey. Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, you bring up mini sticks and that's a, it's a big thing when you're a little kid. And even when you go to out of town tournaments and hotels, you, you bring your nets and yeah, I don't know, hotels don't always love it, but <laughs> you find little areas to, to set up nets and play either in the hallway or a little big room that you can set up. We always have to find the loophole uh, in the hotels. They hate the mini sticks. You know, I'll yeah. be honest. Uh, I think I, I think of a time when I was in an out of town tournament. And the hotel, I uh, I think one of the people, like the receptionist, found out that we were playing mini sticks from the security camera in the hallway, yeah. and they had to break us up. It was ridiculous. Mm, yeah, as a kid, you're always you're always bummed out with that. You always hate when they kind of ruin the fun a little bit, but. As you grow up, kind of realize. Uh, yes, it can get annoying. Yeah, it gets a little outrageous, but <laughs> you know, you find ways as you're older to still have fun with it a little bit at a buddy's house or something. Was there a player growing up who you wanted to model your game after? Uh, growing up, I watched a lot of Carlson, a lot of John Carlson, both Carlsons there. Right now, I kind of I love watching McCarr with Hughes and you know, bigger guys like Klingberg and Headman, how they kind of think the game. I think McCarr is just such a fun guy to watch. Man, he's a uh, generational talent. Yeah, he's just his skating and how he moves around the ice with how he's able to push the pace and with his little stick skills, the blue line, you think you kind of watch it and you try to mimic it and it's pretty I, fun. I think McCarr is the McDavid of defense. Like he's, he's just such a generational defenseman 100%. that we haven't seen another talent like him. Yeah, I'm excited to watch him in the little skills competition here with the speed skating. I think that'll be cool. Growing up in Minnesota, like I mentioned before, did you kind of become a Wild fan? And if you did, did you go see any games? Oh, yeah, I went to Wild games all the time. You go to, you know, as a Minnesota guy, I think playing hockey, it's that and you watch the Gophers. I think that's the two things you do. And just for sure, it will forever be a favorite team of mine. And, you know, you always go watch them with your parents or, with your friends and you always go and you're able to see the atmosphere and it's really fun. Well, I mean, I'm not sure if you've seen like any games with Kirill Kaprizov, but man, he is such a talent. Like he is super good. Yeah. It's good to get kind of a guy on that team with that. Uh, he's really fun to watch for sure. And the wild are kind of on a roll lately. So I'm hoping they can keep it going in the playoffs. And they can get one. They're uh, challenging Colorado for first in the central. I'm pretty sure, which was kind of, which is kind of a surprise in my opinion. Yeah. Colorado's a really good team. But I think, uh, I think Minnesota is just rolling on every cylinder they got. And, you know, if they keep it going, I think they can for sure win it all. Starting with, you know, talk about your career here, you know, let's talk about Chaska High. Uh, in 2019, you had nine points in 25 games. And judging from the stat line, would you say that season was full of adjustments? Uh, yeah, I think when you're a kid, you know, you're in your adjustment period. It's kind of where you're hitting puberty a little bit. And you're a freshman in high school and you – you kind of see the aspect of you're going against 18 year olds, some maybe obviously bigger, stronger and a little bit of faster. And you kind of you kind of get used to the game and, you know, it's a fun playing with bigger guys for sure. You got to play in three playoff games. What were that? What were those games like for you? You know, they're really fun. They're fast paced. They're it's high energy for sure in the ranks. You know, everyone's jam packed in there and they're all pumped. All the fans are ready to go. And it's just kind of, you kind of soak up the moment and it's such a fun thing to be in and to be able to win some, even maybe you'll lose one. It's just, 
looking back at it, it's just one of the best experiences of my life. One of the things that I noticed from watching NHL playoffs and just uh, playoffs in general with hockey is that the ice tends to get a little smaller. Do you kind of agree with me there? Yeah, totally. I think, you know, everyone just bumps up their game to a new level a little bit. It's just what you have to do in the playoffs. It's more physical. It's higher pace. You got to move the puck quicker. And yeah, for sure. I think it feels like the ice gets a little smaller and you got to do everything a little quicker. Now, what's your story of when you heard the NBA shut down to the due to the coronavirus? Like, had hockey had ended for you at that time? Uh, I think we were still going with hockey, but, you know, everyone was a little skeptical and things are all shutting down and you kind of don't know what to expect. So you're kind of just sitting there, you're kind of waiting and, you know, it's not the best time to be always trying to wait for something, you know, that may not be good happen, but, you know, it kind of just – it is what it is now, and you kind of just move on with it. The next season, we saw a huge increase in your stats with 25 points in 19 games, which led all defensemen on your team. What did you work on in the summer so you could see that success? Yeah, I think just working on getting stronger again, you know, that builds, you know, you get faster, you work on your edge work, and, you know, you watch the film, and you see what works, and you see what doesn't at the high levels, and you try to mimic it in this, and you just, you start gaining confidence, and you know, you just keep that confidence going. You just, you play the game you love and, you know, you work around your teammates and you credit to a lot of my teammates, you know, when I've done it with a lot of them and you just, you go have fun, you play hockey. With the long extended break that you had from 2019-20 to the next season that we're talking about here, 2020-2021, you know, would you agree that some of the increase in your development came from that extended break? Oh, for sure. I think that is a huge part and where my development came from. And I think, you know, maybe a lot of kids missed out on development, but I think for me, it was, it was actually a huge part of my hockey career where I was able to just focus on the off ice part and get stronger. And, you know, I think that brought my game to a whole nother level. Now I'm a bit unsure of this, but was the 2020 21 season kind of condensed for you? Yeah, I think that season, you know, they cut games a little short, which, which sucks. And you had to, you know, you're getting to the rink 15 minutes before the game starts. You got all your gear on that you got to walk in the rink with. And you just, you basically, you go in there, you put up your skates and you're going and playing hockey. And it's kind of a weird feeling going to that. But at the end of the day, it's, it sucks cutting games. But, you know, you, you take what you get and you have fun with it. How did you make sure to capitalize on, you know, the most amount of games that you could for your development? Because cutting games is never good for anyone's development. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just, you take everything that you're on the ice and you you take it and you just soak up every moment and you, you work your hardest every single minute of that game and every second. You don't take anything for granted and, you know, you take every moment and live with it. The next season, you played for three different teams. So you're going to have to explain to me about how you went from Team SIT Financial to Chaska High, then to Waterloo, because I'm a bit unfamiliar with the American hockey system. So mm-hmm. did you have to try out for all those three different teams? Uh, no. So the Minnesota High School Elite League, it's, it's basically a league where, you know, you can go before the high school season starts and they have, they take all the best kind of kids that are going to be playing high school and they, they form teams and you're kind of in a league that you play for. And then, then they get these little all-star teams together and you go out and you play like a little NIT tournament where Shattuck's in it. And like Penguins Elite is in it, I know. And you kind of, you know, they form teams and you, you play a little league and then, 
you know, you can do that or some kids will go before for juniors in the USHL and then they'll go back to high school and they'll play back after. So it's a lot of leagues to think of. It's a lot of kind of in your mind you're thinking of, but, you know, I'm glad I was able to get all three in because I think it's a really cool experience to learn. I think it is a great experience. And talking about, I guess, each separate team here, because I have a question for each separate team. Firstly, with Team SIT Financial, how hard was it to develop chemistry with your D partners since that was your first time being a part of the team? Yeah, I think people look at it maybe thinking it's hard, but I think in Minnesota and high school, you you pretty much know a lot of kids around the league in there, and you're pretty much buddies with a lot of them. So, you know, I think you grow as a team and you kind of know them as a person a little bit already. So I think it, it goes pretty smoothly. This would have been your third season with Chaska High. Did you find that you took on a leadership role? And if so, what type of leader are you? Like, are you a lead by example, a quiet leader? Yeah, I think, you know, this is my first year being a captain team. Uh, I think it's a big role to be. And, you know, for me, I think it's whether it's just getting the boys ready to go before the game, you know, talking to them in a little huddle and you kind of get them ramped up and you get them ready for the game and you just get ready to go out there and work with the team and get out there and get a win. Just try and get them fired up as best as possible, right? Yep. You played three games with the Waterloo Blackhawks. Is there anything from your game that you had to adjust to in a different league? Yeah, I think, you know, the league, it's just obviously you're playing with bigger, faster guys and, you know, you just got to make things a little quicker. But I think, you know, I was going in there and I was just going to be confident with try things and whether a move didn't work or it did. I think, you know, you soak up the experience, you have fun with it and you play with confidence and, you know, I think that's how I like to play is I like to play a lot of confidence and have fun with what I'm doing. This season with Chaska High, you guys are 14-5-0. How would you evaluate the team's play up to this point? Yeah, I think we're, you know, at the beginning, I think it was a little bit of a bumpy road for us. You know, we were kind of figuring out, you know, all of our systems and you kind of start, you know, you maybe lose the teams, you know, you probably shouldn't lose to. You have a little tough stretch, but you know, I think we're really getting it going now. And I think we're starting to really put it together and you're going to see some big things out of us. What are some of the team's goals to the, uh, to end the season? Yeah, I think, you know, us, every single person in the locker room where our team has the same goal and that's to win state. You know, I think everyone's buying into that. And uh, I think when everyone gets to that point, it's, I don't think not much can stop our team. And do you have any personal goals that go along with the team goals there? Uh, you know, just kind of just work your hardest and just be to be a leader on that team and kind of form relationships with every single one of those kids. And, you know, relationships with those kids could go on for your entire life. So to do that is just kind of you go and you have fun and you go and you try to win that title. Looking forward to your next game, you guys are going up against St. Louis Park. In the last meeting, you guys beat them 5 nothing. How are you guys going to game plan against them this time around? Yeah, I think, you know, we're kind of got our same thing going. We're just going to – we're going to play our game. We're going to play a hard-nosed game. And, you know, we're not going to rely totally on our skill. I think we're going we're gonna to play the right way and we're going to get wins. And, you know, building on that point there – uh, is there something different that you, I don't know if you guys have studied game film yet on St. Louis Park, but is there something different that you guys 
uh, are kind of practicing, whether it's in power play or penalty kill, uh, you know, leading up to this match? You know, I think we haven't done a ton of film on them yet, but I think we know that with our team, if we play how, how we know how to play, we can beat anyone. You recently played in the BioSteel game. How was that experience? You know, that's always a great experience to be in. I think, you know, you're playing with guys the best around in America, and it's always a fun experience to go there and go there and experience all that and kind of see how your game is and and able to win there. I think it was really fun. You are a draft prospect for this summer's July draft. What are you doing to prepare yourself for that? You know, just keeping mentally and focused and, you know, putting blinders on, not letting a lot of outside things kind of get in your way and get in your perspective, kind of just kind of live them day by day and game by game. And you kind of just roll with the flow there. Have you contacted anyone that has gone through the draft process to ask for tips on how someone would deal with the stress and pressure that comes with it? Uh, I haven't really contacted anyone, but I have a few buddies that have been through it. You know, like Kester, Mike Kester, he's been at Chaska. He was drafted. There's Rhett Pitlick. But I think my parents helped me a lot with that. They kind of keep me focused for sure and kind of keep me mentally in it. Because you never want to make sure that the stress takes over your game where you're take, where you're gripping the stick a little bit too tight, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, as a hockey player, you, you got to make sure you're having fun with whatever you're doing. And, you know, that's going to kind of loosen everything up and kind of keep your shoulders down a little bit and not so uptight. And I think that's how you're going to play your best. If you were to get a shot in the shootout, what is your go-to move? Oh, I think I'm going to kind of, come to the left side and kind of come in the middle of that and I'll probably do a little fake shot and see if the goalie goes down and maybe go to my backhand and maybe roof it up top or or go to my fake backhand forehand I think that's kind of what I'm thinking I think what might be a good suggestion is for you to just go in and clap it just how would sir yeah that's <laughs> idea. that'll catch the goalie off guard for sure I think what is the toughest building that you've played in on the road this season Ooh building i think whenever we play our rival chanhassen i think you know like our whole school is there and it just the rink is jam-packed in there and it's always a fun atmosphere everyone's yelling screaming and you know it can get physical it can get a little rough and you know i think it's a fun game to be in and to experience for sure it must be also important to make sure you guys take out the crowd as early as possible Mm -hmm. yeah for sure I think you know the crowd's gonna do what they do and whatever they say it's just kind of like an outside perspective and you're kind of focused on your team and your game and you go, you go out there and you play your hardest and you go out there and get a win as we're closing off this interview here do you have any advice for younger hockey players uh I think if you have a dream I think don't let anyone tell you otherwise because I think you know there's gonna be a lot of people doubting you and Everywhere you go at any level, younger or you're older, being an adult, I think, you know, be humble, be mature and be a good person for sure is a good thing to have. I think that's one of the main things you got to be is you got to be a good person and you just you live day by day and you work hard and you don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Well, I'd like to thank again, Sam Renzel for joining me on today's podcast. Thank you again, Sam. Yep. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it.